I like being in costumes. Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast episode number 294 for patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is catching up with Hearthstone. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a goblin warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. We are a podcast covering the world of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 294 of HearthCast, we talk about catching up to other players in Hearthstone, manage your costumes with an easy add-on, and easy titles you can get from your garrison. So, hey, Root. Hey there, Freckleface. What'd you do this week in the uh, Blizzard universe? In the Blizzard universe, my time was so captivated. 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 Number I one. haven't heard that in a long time from you. I know. It's crazy. So I've, I've been a little mildly obsessed with Hearthstone. And it's okay. I, I'm losing a lot, which is fine, <laughs> I, I think. I don't have all the cool cards. And so that's what kind of deemed or, or started off this topic that we're going through is I, I finally beat like... One dude in the current expansion, uh, the first guy. So the next guy's got a staff. Like, I'm on week one still. <laughs> He's got a staff, and I haven't beat the second guy yet. And then Siren, my son, who plays all the time, sitting over my shoulder going, well, what you need is this card. Where would I get that card? You know, so. Ah, I see. And then, Freck, the rest of my weekend was dominated. Dominated. Oh, yeah. By this. This awesome sound that you hear coming from my computer. The Overwatch beta. Oh, yeah. It had me hook, line, and sinker, Freck. I'm all about it. I didn't know you liked those type of games. I normally don't. I normally really, really don't. I don't Mm -hmm. like the fast, twitchy games. And my chosen... Up until this very point, my chosen first-person shooter game has always been Arma 3. Very slow, you know, and and methodical. You could spend hours getting to a place, and if you die, the game's over. It's a very methodical game. (laughs) I got an Overwatch, and man, that was so fun. I had so much fun in that game. Playing mainly uh, Soldier 76. Kind of like the most, I think he's the easiest guy to adopt to. It's like default, doesn't have a lot of crazy stuff going on. Got to brag a little bit, you know. They give you this little thing when you play uh, at the end of it where it does a replay of, like, who got, like, a really cool move. And from what I can tell, it bases this cool move on using your your character's special ability and getting the most kills of that, out of that special ability when you do that special ability. Oh, okay. And I got highlighted at the end of one of the fights. Oh. Uh, yeah, it came out and cool. I was just like, damn, I used my special ability and I, like, like killed, like, five guys. I killed the entire team. It was, like, five guys. Like, yeah, dad, no. Wow. Yeah, it was Had fun. that with some fries. <laughs> <laughs> So that that was my weekend. Um, been planning Thanksgiving at my house this year. Oh, you don't normally do that, do you? No. Normally go out of town. Or if we do it at our, at our house, it's like my dad, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Now it's like my dad, my sister, her husband, his family. It's getting you know for us, it's like you know ten extra people. Which oh is, yeah, that's a lot for us. That is a lot. I don't know what my dog's gonna do. Oh man. Your dog's going to be insane. Oh, I should call, see if they have, like, a doggy daycare for the day. They probably charge extra for a holiday. <laughs> uh, 
those guys. <laughs> I should do that, though. Because <laughs> that dog go crazy. If he gets out, it's all over. <laughs> it's like it, it would be that scene from that movie. You know the one, that Thanksgiving scene where the dog goes crazy? No. Anyone, just pick a movie, just make it up in your head. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. If there was a what? movie where it was a Thanksgiving and a dog went crazy and like jumped up on the table and grabbed a turkey and ran out. Uh, it, can't you just leave him outside, though? No, because no. he'd be whining and jumping on the door. Oh, true. So, anyhow, that aside, Freck, how has your week in the Blizzard universe been? Not not as exciting as yours. I did play a little bit of Overwatch, but really just the tutorial and the AI. I did think it was funny, though. Like, as soon as I started playing, my husband burst in the room and just starts laughing at me. Why? I was like, what? It took him two minutes to calm down. He's like, well, I just hear you know the the, uh, the gun noises and see you hunched over the computer. And it just looks really weird to me. It's not what you normally do. Okay. That, okay. Okay. I'll give him props. That would be funny. Yeah. Started laughing at me. Uh, played some uh, Here's the Storm with some uh, IRL friends and again got laughed at there because one of my friends said, refer to Malfurion as the owl guy. The owl guy? Well, he's got the wings. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, well, actually, he was asleep for a thousand years and the demigod Cenarius gave him the nailers. <laughs> did you? And I just hear, nerd. I was going to say, did you lore answer them? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, frag. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I am one. <laughs> what, what do you mean now? Wow. <laughs> That's cold. Freck, you've had a podcast for six years. I think you're past that point. <laughs> I've been resisting it. I've never had anyone call me nerd in my face before. Oh, okay. Well, like... since middle school, obviously. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I've been playing some Hearthstone like normal, playing some Here's the Storm game. And then in WoW, I decided to do some uh, Frost Wolf Rip. Because I don't know if you opened your package from uh, the anniversary gift. Um. Uh, All right, there's an item in there that gives you 11% bonus right, to yeah, kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I've normally been doing when I have extra time is to try to um, fish up schools to get lunkers, to get Nat Pago reps so I can uh, get the uh, land shark pet. And I decided, okay, I have this bonus. I need to go work on one of my reps that requires grinding. So I started to work on Frostwolf. The odd thing is when I first started, I was going to uh, the area is the north. Uh, Frostfire, and there is a daily there. There's the Stone Fury Cliffs, I think it's called. Okay. But basically, any of the elite mobs there give you rep. Like, there's ogres running around, there's all these creatures running around. The normal ones don't give you anything, but the mm. elite ones give you rep. And I was getting about 22 per kill, and I was hopping around from place to place, and I got a little bored. And I moved to another area of uh, Frostfire that was a little bit southeast, um, because I saw from our add on. That we featured, the reputation one. Okay. That there was a couple of rares that gave a lot of uh, reputation. Nice. So I found one and I killed it. I started with a V, I forget the name of it. It gave me 533 rep with the bonus. Sweet. And I was like, I should just do this. So I basically spent an hour using the group finder to hop realms and just find the same rares without moving. I'm just farming rep. Oh, nice. So you're yeah. like joining people's, uh, the garrison groups or, or just yeah, any group? Yeah, exactly. Any group. Now, one thing I realized is that if I completed the kill while I was in one of those groups and it was a raid, I wouldn't get credit. True, true. But now when you drop a group, you don't switch back to your home realm until you finish combat. 
So you can still use it to join the group, tag it, leave the group, you still get credit. Very nice. That's a great tip right there. And it keeps you from taking up a spot in somebody's group for like the whole time you're sitting there fighting this mob. Because he's got two million health, so it takes me a minute or two. Sure, I can see and that. And there's some groups I go, well, I don't really want to take up their spot. You know, if they obviously have a five-man group going and trying to get one going. That's very nice of you. Yeah, so not exalted yet, but it did make some good progress. And now that I have a, a easy method, then I'll be uh, doing that the next time I have some more downtime. Very cool. It's probably be this week since, uh, you know, holiday weekend. Holiday weekend. Yeah. You do any of the uh, turkey Thanksgiving festivals in the game? Is there anything like a... Send that thing and pass all the food around. And well, we don't pass around in our family. It's too big. No, I mean in game. Oh, in game. Oh, when's that start? Pilgrim's Bounty uh, started on the twenty third of this month and lasts until the thirtieth. So only got a week. You got a week. All right, and that's about it for me for this week. up next in general chat some ideas for hearthstone ketchup mechanics hearthstone is now a year and eight months old being released in march 11 2014 as it came up in the dev panel at blizzcon the game can be daunting for new players to get involved and existing players who may have lapsed to get caught back up so we kind of looked at this especially from my point of view since I am one of those who let the game kind of lapse on me, I was like, when it first came out, I was like, oh, let me try this. We liked it. I kind of complained that I didn't like it on the PC because it was too much in my face. They released it for the iPad. I'm really into it. And then it kind of just, I didn't keep up with it. So now when I find myself getting back into it, I realize it's kind of difficult. And as we mentioned in the dev panel, someone actually came up and they presented a question. They said, hey, this can be a task for, you know, this barrier to entry that's been created. How do you overcome that? And they're like, that is something we're aware of and something we're kind of working on. Let's kind of look at what they have right now. So just as an overview, you can buy packs with gold. You need 100 gold to buy a pack. You can also buy packs with real money. And those cost either $2 or less than that, depending if you buy in bulk. And now that we're in several expansions into it, there is three different types of card packs you can buy. There are also now three different solo adventures that you purchase the opportunity to play through the solo adventures, and when you complete them, you get a set of cards. So since we've had two different types of expansions, one of them, they just release new cards into the system. You can buy a pack that has just those cards. You have a random chance of getting what you want, but you always have the ability to craft ones that you don't happen to open from your packs. And then you have the solo adventures where you have to pay the entrance fee, either in a large amount of gold or cash, and you get a very specific smaller amount of cards. In addition to that, you can get a free pack for playing a game on the four different types of mobile devices, as in an iPad, iPhone, Android tablet, Android phone. You have daily quests that you're given. You get one daily per day. That will give you between 40 and 100 gold. You can hold three of these quests at a time. And once a day, you can cancel a quest to get a new one, which will be random. So you don't know if what you'll get will be better than the one you cancel. One of those quests could be for you to spectate a game. And that will get you a pack. And you complete that by spectating one of your friends 
And if they win the game, you get a free pack. There is the Tavern Brawl that comes out every week. It is released on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. And it lasts through Monday morning. The Tavern Brawl is different every week. Sometimes it's pre-made decks. Sometimes you build your own deck. And it's often a way for them to try out new mechanics. But for every Tavern Brawl that you at least play in, you get a free pack. Now, less reliable method is the Arena. I don't know if you're familiar with the Arena route. Yeah, I've played it before. Okay. It's 150 gold entrance. And you get better rewards depending on how many wins you get. You're, you pay the entrance. You pick one of three heroes. You go through a series of a deck builder type interface where 30 times you just pick one of three cards. So there is uh, some randomness in that you don't know what's going to be offered in the next turn. So you don't know exactly how to build your deck because you don't have all the information. But you're also not playing with your own cards. So you have the ability to potentially build a better deck than you might have the cards for. So because of that, there is the potential to make a lot of gold on the arena. If you do well enough, you might get a pack plus 150 gold plus something else. But if you do poorly, you might end up losing gold as in you might get a pack and 20 gold. Whereas if you hadn't have gone into the arena, you would still have enough to buy a pack and 50 gold. Make sense? It does. Now, those are good mechanics. except. For one thing, all of them, aside from the arena and outright buying things, require you to have a good enough deck to survive. Maybe something like a quest that you get, you know, maybe that's an exception to that. But for the most part, you need a deck that is current with the meta or else you're going to get your face handed to you every time you start to you know, get in a fight with somebody or play against them, if you will. That's true, especially since um, a lot of the quests do require you to win games. Yeah. And uh, the other method that is you get 10 gold for every three games that you win if you're not winning you're not going to get that right so in order to win you have to have something that is current with the meta if you don't have something that's current with the meta you're usually going to get your face handed to you now i am not going to be the guy that sits here and goes okay i've missed the last three expansions i want to go buy all the cards no because as you've already stated there's no guarantee you can buy all. You can buy as many packs as you want. There's no guarantee in any of those packs that you're going to get the cards that were the best cards for that particular deck. So some ideas that have been floating around, not all mine, but some ideas that have been floating around and been suggested are that Blizzard actually reduces the cost of these Adventure Wings after they've been released. In other words, start making them a little cheaper every month to reduce that cost of having to buy that past expansion in order to get those cards or play your way through it with the deck that you have. Making that barrier easier. So drop the price down. Don't make the cost of that expansion as expensive as it was on day one. See, I have a uh, slightly different point of view for this. In my opinion, I don't necessarily think that reducing the cost is the answer. Because while the end of it, you do get certain cards that you might need to uh, put in your decks. What you're also getting when you purchase the adventure is the experience of fighting those bosses. Remember I mentioned last week how I was going back and I was working on the Heroic Necks um, bosses. Right. Because to me, that's just something to do. When you complete all the bosses on Heroic, you get a card back. Now, in my opinion, I think they should make the cards that that have been available in previous expansions, those should be craftable. As in, you should be able to buy the current card packs and then use your dust from that to create them. 
Right. And that was actually that I had, I had something in here before about being able to craft those as well. Right. And I kind of went, ah, now that's not a good idea, but I see that apparently it was a good idea and I should have left it in there. But I agree. There needs to be a quicker way to get, because here's the thing. I am not going to go through an old adventure. I barely want to do the adventure I'm in right now. Now, it may be the fact that I, this is the first one I've done. Yeah. And that I see, I personally, I think that will change. I think the adventures are fun, and the problem is you are playing a current adventure now without really enough cards to support it. Right. So you're getting frustrated. Yes. You wouldn't necessarily feel like that if in a month from now you're, you've are you been playing every day and you go back and you do Naxxramas or you do the Black Rock Mountain. But I think those experiences should still be available for new players, but feel more optional. Which, if you reduce the cost of those, that, that that gets that. Well, what I think they should do instead is change the reward. Instead of having the reward being specific cards, have it just be packs or just gold. Okay, I like that. And that way, if you decide that you want to go back and you want to pay $25 to go through next, you'd still feel like you're getting your money's worth as far as getting packs and getting the experience and getting the potential for the card back if you beat it all. But if you're just trying to keep up and you say, you know, I really want Lotheb, which is a legendary card, you play it in the next turn, your enemy's spells are increased by five. So it can really change the game if someone puts that down and they're playing against a mage and now the mage can only do so much next turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a card that you want to have. That type of thing should be able to be crafted with dust. Agreed, 100%. Now, I also think that they need an easy achievement system that allow people to discover new or current cards, perhaps ones that they don't have. Just as it you, what you were saying, you know, this way to go in there and craft these cards, have an achievement system that is based on their current, like, okay, look at my cards. They have the ability to do that. Know what I'm missing from the past expansions because I haven't bought those past expansions and give me an achievement or something like, hey, you just won your first, you know, third battle, whatever, who, it doesn't matter. Whatever that achievement is that says, by the way, you could have this reward if you're interested in it. Here's this card. Here's a treasure box and it has this card in it, whatever the case might be. It could be extra gold or dust or something that allows me to go craft that, as you were saying. So give me a way that I don't have to go buy that expansion to get those cards, be it crafting, like you said, or an achievement system to unlock those cards and it either gives them to me or gives me a way to purchase or craft those cards. So I'm not just asking for it. Right. Make me do something for it. That's the achievement system. kind of, you know. Right. You're, what you're saying is you want to earn them. You want to still go through the progress of collecting the cards. But the adventures were designed for people who are already caught up, who are looking for something new. And as a new player, you just don't have time for all that. Right. I'm looking, I'm looking at three expansions. I'm like, I'm not doing it. What about a dynamic reward system? Something that changes. Okay, we're doing this time walking thing in World of Warcraft. And now they're, they're really big on the weekend stuff. Time walking weekends, battleground weekends, pet pet battle. battle week. Yeah, everything yeah. these weekends. Diablo's done it with their Diablo triple the XP weekend stuff they do. Give me Here's the storm is starting to do it too. Well, bring it on to Hearthstone. Yeah, exactly. You know, give me something on Hearthstone that's got, you know, maybe 200% to dust or 200% to gold. You know, earn five times the amount of gold and dust for this weekend. Cool. I would play. I'd yeah. lose. I would lose all weekend to get that gold and that dust just so I could go, you know, help my deck out. I would love, and this is, this is the nerd in me coming out, so nerd warning. Okay. okay. I would love the ability when I'm playing a friend or anybody 
that when they absolutely clobber me, they have a replay button that allows me to replay that same person with that same deck selection in that same card order. So it just restarts the game with the exact cards in the exact card order. Because I know you get to pick your cards or you pick your deck, and it randomizes the order in which of those are played. Save that order. Let me play you again. Because maybe there was a crucial mistake I made in that. And I went, well, I could do this. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And then, oh, no, okay, I shouldn't have done that. Well, instead of giving me a mulligan for that turn, which I think would be not good, mm-hmm. give me a chance to replay that entire game over again with the entire same order. So when that if that situation presents itself again, I don't know what to do. Well, the reason why I don't think that'll be implemented is because the cards that you draw are so instrumental in how the games play out. There are certain times where just you get a bad card draw and there's literally nothing you can do to win that game. Agreed. In that same token, there's always the, the misplay where maybe, like you've seen me do it, like, I'll go, oh, let me do this. And you're like, Brute, if you had done this and this first, you would have been able to triple the amount of damage you did to the person. Instead, you played this card out of order. Oh, I see that now, but I wasn't thinking about that then. This would give you the ability when those cards present themselves again in that same order, because logically the game should progress more or less the same way it just did. I would get to that same choice scenario and be able to make the correct choice to see, you know, just differ the outcome from then on. Just a, It's a learning mechanism. I see what you mean. You're you're wanting some way to isolate your mistakes. Yeah, there you go. Very well. That is very I well put. In that same vein, I want training dummies. Not the tutorial, not other players, not the innkeeper. I want a training dummy that I can just play against that is doesn't keep score. Just like a training dummy in WoW. I can go up there. I can try different things. I can try different rotations. I can try different timing. Same thing. Let me just try it. See what kind of damage I get. Let me try this. Give me five cards to choose. Let me do just some way to train on that. The big geek's going to roar up again here. Okay. And this is very common, by the way, in in chess and in poker. Give me a spreadsheet of the game I just played. Allow me to download the stats from that game and look at it. So these are the cards I had. This is the order I had. This is what I played. This is what they had. This is what they played. Here is the outcome of each hand. I did this much damage. They mitigated this much damage. They had this spell. When I played this, this is what that, that counter death spell. So all the, the veil is removed. No secrets. You see everything that the game engine sees after that game. So you can look at it from a logical standpoint and understand 100% the dynamic of what is happening. Very nerdy. Very geeky. I get it. Spreadsheets. Yeah, I don't think I can process that. But what I would love to see is something like what they do in Here's the Storm. What's that? Where all of the games are basically recorded. Right, yeah. So that you can go back and you can watch moments from your past games. Um, see, I wouldn't want to necessarily, like what you were saying a, a little bit earlier, is like play the same deck in the same order. But sometimes I, I wouldn't mind, even if I was really intense on trying to tweak something, play a game, and then right after just be able to watch a replay of it. So two things. Okay. One, you could record yourself, so there, there's that. Well, you, know. you can make a spreadsheet yourself or no, find an add-on that does it. No, you couldn't. Okay. Because you just couldn't. Because I, the, the spreadsheet, while I could make an annotation of what I do play, which, by the way, when we did that Hearthstone tournament last year, and by we, I mean you, uh-huh. the gentleman that you played against 
was doing that. He was recording every move you made and every move he made on a piece of paper. Oh, was he? Yes. Oh. So people do that already. Yeah. So they can go back and review. However, you, there's things you don't know. Like when you play a secret, he writes down played secret and then put, leaves, a, leaves a you know space there. Sure. When that secret is revealed, he goes and fills in a blank. So he can then go back and review. I just want that. People are already doing it. So give it to me from a game, you know, game standpoint so there are no mistakes in there. It's being done. Yeah. So why, why Well, not? see, I know there's add-ons for Hearthstone just haven't used any. The uh, the other thing I was going to say about the recordings or the mm-hmm. playbacks is if you noticed with the new computer systems that they were showing off at BlizzCon, that's built in now to the OSs. So Windows is doing this for people already where it is recording the video output and you can set how much recording of it you want it to do. So if you just did something really cool in a game, you have that moment recorded. What if I don't know that I want to record it until after it's over? Then just delete the recording and turn it, keep it on. I mean, that's what people, it's, well, it's it on by default. So unless you, you know, you start playing a game, it's going to record the video of that game. And if you don't do anything with it, it discards it. Wait, what does? Windows. You it can, doesn't video record everything I do. Then, if you went and sat in the new demo booth at uh, at BlizzCon. Which I didn't. That's what it's doing. Ah. So it's some combination with the video card that they were pushing in, in Windows, but it's recording your moments. There's a commercial for it right now going out there, too. Well, it would be cool if in Hearthstone there was a way to say, I don't know that you could really do this on your phone very well, but like at the end of a game to say, do you want to save the replay? Or view the replay or something. Okay, so with that, okay. with what you just said, yes. Okay, there's zero difference in that in the spreadsheet except the fact that yours is visual, mine's a spreadsheet. Yeah, and you can post on YouTube if something funny happened. I could post a spreadsheet on YouTube. No, you can't. <laughs> you want to watch me? <laughs> I'm just saying we're asking for the same thing in a different format. Yes. Okay, so it's it's just the data. Easier way to review what happened. Right. For right. you, you want to see it. For me, I want to see the, the, the numbers. That's yeah. all. And it's very similar to what I asked for before, which is the replay of the game. Just give me the cards again. Let's right. play the same game again live. Right. But Now, we asked you all what you thought Hearthstone could use for a catch-up mechanism. And this is what a few of you had to say. Zillion says bonus holiday weekends where quests give double gold to buy packs and double dust to craft what you need. And the Joe Show chimed in and said, something where you can use basic cards in live play, and you get cards from different sets, just more if you win, less if you lose, and I don't mean just one or two cards. Most people do not have that kind of time to sink into a game for the most part. Now, as with any game that grows, some kind of catch-up mechanism is needed to avoid creating a barrier to entry for new players. And to avoid irritating the older players. <laughs> Very true. There's always a war. I had, to pay, I had to pay for that. I had to work six hours for that, and you're just getting for free. <laughs> Very true. They got a strike of a balance. That's tricky. Now, a lot of the ideas that we discussed today could be simplified by just having a patient friend who's willing to teach you how to play Hearthstone in a one on one setting. Is that a hint? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But not everybody has a luxury of having a patient friend who is willing to do so. Is that emphasis on the patient? <laughs> <laughs> and as you said, Blizzard's aware of the issue. They know it there. They have some solutions. They're working on others. But, you know, as a player of Harson who's just not getting back into it, I'm feeling that level of frustration. And, you know, I just wanted to impart some good ideas. Yeah, it's definitely uh, needed because uh, I have my own perspective. I have my own biases. I've been playing since launch. 
So it is hard for me to look at this situation and go, what would a new player need? I don't know because I forget all the steps you have to go through from installation to get caught up. Yeah, there are a bunch. Because there's a lot that you have to go through uh, in the tutorial, and then you have to get all the uh, characters to level 10, right, just to unlock the the basic cards. Mm-hmm. And I'm well past that point. So I need a reminder, too, that there is a huge gap for new players. There is, and I appreciate you acknowledging that, and I appreciate you picking up on the hints I was laying uh-huh. down. <laughs> <laughs> Because Old Man Root might need some help. Hey, anytime. Blizzard has shown with their other games that they are able to come up with good solutions for catch-up mechanisms. So we just hope that we will see some soon in Hearthstone. And just as it kind of fits in right here, coming up pretty soon in the Orlando area on Saturday, December 12th at 2 p.m., it's the Jolly Florida Fireside Gathering. Our friend Amy's doing this here in Orlando over at Canvas Labs. And a lot of people have already signed up. It is going to go to a reservation, uh, you know, list here really soon. So you can't sign up. You can be on the reserve list and hope to get in. Oh, because we hit the max. Yeah. Like, we're we're over... hitting like fire code status. Yeah, well, it's not necessarily fire code. It's just they only have a corner of that area. So the yeah. venue is getting, it's 125 people already. Yeah. So it's getting kind of crowded. Uh, we already know Garrett is going to be there from the Angry Chicken. Uh, Freck, you're going to be there at the front door. I'm going to be there running around because I'm going to be helping Garrett set up a podcast. And there are some rumored special guests, which we can't not announce at this time because I don't think they're confirmed, but they're pretty big. That was the double negative. So that means can't you can. Not. No, no. Oh. <laughs> I cannot confirm who these people uh, might be, but they are okay. large and in charge. Wait, they're big? Uh, Maybe. Uh, like physically? I'm not giving out any more details. Right. That sounds so exciting. I can't wait. Me neither. And just if you want to be on a list or if you're going already, can't wait to see you there. But if you do want to be on the list, head over to the Florida Fireside Gathering Meetup.com. Just go to meetup.com, search for Florida Fireside Gathering, get signed up. Amy's there. She's the the host. You can see her her icon is her. She's got pink hair. You can't miss her. And we hope to see all of you guys there. Time for the add-on spotlight. First world problems, Root. First world gaming problems. I have too many toys, and I can't keep them straight. <laughs> Poor you. I have too many items that turn me into something else, and I forget about some of them. And that makes you sad. It does. Because you can't augment your icon or your avatar to look like something different. Well, I can, but it's so much effort. I mean, I'll collect <laughs> toys, and just kind of throw them in my toy box and forget about them. So I went searching for an add-on that helps me manage toys. And I found a good one. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good. It's called Toy Box Q, all one word. It works the same as Mount Q or Mini Pet Q that we featured before. Yeah. Now, what's really cool about it is it actually categorizes your toys by what they do. Now, that is something that's missing from the default toolbox. You can sort and you can filter your regular toy box by the source, collected, not collected, but there's nothing really to group all of your different type of toys together. And what I was looking for is just an easy way to do a random transformation. Because I have about, you know, 15, 20 that will turn me into something else. Wow, that's a lot. And I like being in costumes. 
But opening up the toy box and like, you know, scrolling through and picking what I want is just more effort than I'm going to put into it. So what Toy Box Cube does is you launch it, you open it up, and you basically add your toys to a list. You go to the transformation section, you check all the ones that you want. Oh, and, this is cool. And then all you have to do is just press the button either from your broker bar like I use or from your mini map, or you can set up a macro to do it. And it will randomly use one of your transformation toys to turn you into something. That is very cool, actually. It's really neat. So I've been, you know, enjoying just turning into something random. Sometimes it gets surprised. Like, oh, I forgot I could turn into that. Hey, it's turned into a Wolvar. Cool, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's at the same level now as I'm at with my pets, whereas I have so many pets that I forget what all I have. <laughs> I laugh because I do that, and I've got that the whatever add-on we talked about before that does the random pet on the intervals. Right. And half the time, I'm like, I didn't know I had that. What is it? Exactly. What is, what is that thing? I'm like, oh, that's that. That's cool. Exactly. Why is there a rabbit following me? And I love having a pet out, but I would always forget to summon it. And now, on all my tunes, I have to, I have it set up so that I log on and summons a pet. Right. Which is cool. Now, this, I'm already, I mean, I was, admittedly, when I first saw the notes, you first started talking about it, I'm like, eh. Dress up time, whoop de doo. Yeah, but now I'm intrigued because that is kind of fun to do when you're waiting on everybody to for raid or whatever. There's, there's times when you are supposed to be waiting for people you've already buffed up, you're ready to go. Might as well change into something as long as you're not going to, you know, not be able to attack in that form, <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, because there are times when I look through my my toy box, I'm like, okay, there's Mister Smite, there's this dude. Oh, let me change into a skeleton. Right. Oh, here's a happy pirate. What this would give you random. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That is cool because a lot of times people just sit around and, you know, summon a random mount or summon a random pet. This allows you to summon a random toy or transformation, which is kind of cool. Now, two side benefits to using this add-on is that, like the default toy box, it does separate collected, not collected, so you can still see what you need to get. But it subdivides that by category, so you can see transformation toys that oh. I don't have. Oh. You can break it down that specifically. Does it tell you how to go get them? It does. It actually Ooh. has a more detailed tooltip than the regular toy box. All right. Now I'm very interested in this because that's just a whole other dynamic right there. It's much better at giving you a carrot. Okay. It's one thing to go, I want more toys. But if you don't have something particular in mind, or if you don't have something on the list that's a, that I go, okay, that looks really cool. I'm going to go get that. Yeah, we when uh, Mr. Pendary rolled out and those toys or whatever were available from all the you know the elites, and we made that huge list of how to go get them and all that. Right. I mean, that was fun to go do. That was fun. And this is kind of doing that same thing, whereas like here are all the transformation ones you don't have, and here's how to go get them, and some of them may be relatively easy to go do. Right. You can break it down by source, even better. Um, like it can show you toys that are from rares. And then I'll split them up. So you be like, oh, there's five things I need from rares. Let me go find those rares. Yeah. Oh, I got to get this. Yeah. Definitely need it. Toy box Q, one word. Available over at curse.com. Curse.com. And uh, don't forget, folks, if you don't have your Curse premium account, you want to do that. It's three bucks a month. You'll never be that guy in raid who's waiting around or making everybody else wait. So they go get all their add-ons updated. So go check them out. you know you could do that? Frank, here pretty soon, our garrisons are going to go away. 
Are they going to go away? I don't think they're actually going to go away. Well, but, we'll be hanging around there. Yeah, much. we're not going to hang around anymore. And and usually when this stuff happens, sometimes things go away. That's true. Or get you know severely changed, like the loot table gets severely altered, or what they drop it's not worth anything anymore. That kind of thing. But there are some pretty easy achievement titles that you can get from your garrisons right now, like Stable Master Freckleface. You probably have that one already. I do have that one. See? That's pretty easy to get. You get that from your stable master. If you get all six mounts from the stable quest lines, which I just haven't done that water guy yet. The water strider or whoever it is. The water buffalo. Oh, the one that he runs on the water to chase him? Yeah. You go yeah. to the bridge, around the bridge or whatever. I just haven't got that one done yet. Um, you can get this done, by the way, with just level one stables. You don't, But, you know, by the time you're done, you will have leveled the stables up. But you don't have to. So it gets you that stable master in your name. Architect Freckleface. Do you have that one? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't think so. It's awarded from the Garrison Architect. Uh, if you have to learn 60 blueprints uh, in the Grand Master Draftsman, you do have to build four of the preset buildings in the other achievement called uh, Keeping Busy. And then you have to have all level three buildings and a level three garrison uh, in the uh, achievement for Master Builder. So you get the achievement Master Builder, Keeping Busy, Master Draftsman's, and that gives you your title Garrison or rather, just architect, freck, or architect, whatever. Lumberjack Freckleface. I think a lot of people have this one. I've got this one. Pretty sure you've got it, too. If you've had a, a lumber mill at all, it's, it's pretty easy to get. You almost get it by accident. It's only 50 work orders you have to complete. And it's like, what, 10 pieces of wood? Yeah, pretty much. It's each, pretty quick. It's 500. You're picking up, like, what, five each tree? Five, six, eight, ten. I've gotten 12 yeah. before off of some that I can recall. So it just depends on the size of the tree that you're cutting down. This goes very fast to get that title. Freckleface Commando Jack or Timberlord Freckleface. Yeah, it depends if you are Alliance or Horde. Uh, one, the first for the Alliance, the second for the Horde. And this is just 100 of those same work orders at the level 1 Lumber Mill. So if 50 wasn't enough to give you Lumberjack, you can become the Timberlord or Commando Jack. See, the Alliance side has Justin Timberlord. Yeah. And we don't have our equivalent pop star singer in the Horde. I go and I flirt with Justin Timberlord all the time. (laughs) I take my rose petals, I throw them on him. Does he do anything? No. He ignores me. It must be too short for him. Yeah, he'd probably do the IRL too. Oh. You throw a rose at him, he'd probably get you security on him. Thanks. Thanks for sharing the dream. Okay, well, you know, honestly, in all reality, you would see him, you go, hey, Justin, and then you face plant. Oh, <laughs> this just keeps getting worse. No, it's only because he just had a baby, Jessica Beale. Otherwise, he'd be with me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, didn't know that. I know. Oh, well. And another one you can get is Captain Root, or whatever your name is. My name is Freckleface. <laughs> this is awarded from uh, the Masters of the Seas. Which you have to get to get that, you have to complete 50 naval combat missions, 50 treasure missions, and a combination of 25 naval training, bonus, and siege missions. That's a lot of missions. Yeah, but you'll actually have to go on the missions. Right, you don't have to You send your people on the missions. Well, that, you don't have to, you just have to complete them, you know. You could fail. Fail I still think, completing. Yeah, but I think there should be, like, more missions out on the sea. 
that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> I know. <laughs> about that. You're like, wait a completely derail. No, no, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. The, the, the deal is, though, that there are rumors and, and speculation that a lot of these titles will be unobtainable and be turned into feats of strength once um, either a new patch comes out or obviously the next expansion hits. Now, that's going to keep in mind. So if you want to be one of those cool people running around with Captain as, as your name or Timberlord or whatever the case might be. So when all these new players come in for for Legion yeah, and they're, you know, you can just be like, where'd you get that? And you'll listen, I've been playing this game since before you were around, son. I earned that this sound. title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you just make a new tune just to go with Captain. That's no, somebody done that. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I would, I want to go uh, roll, roll a tune named Tennille. Uh-huh. So I could be Captain and Tennille. Oh. Yeah. There was the yeah. eye roll. Thank uh-huh. you. That's the old root eye roll. Okay. Donnie got that joke. You're okay. Saying, All right. Does That's the warlock? Fine. Yeah. He yeah. got it. Okay. Nobody else did. <laughs> but Donnie's got my back on the Captain and Tennille joke, so it's okay. <laughs> Us warlocks stick together with old man jokes. <laughs> So just be aware that those titles are pretty easy to get, and they're probably going away. So give those a check. As we mentioned earlier in the show, Pilgrim's Bounty is going on right now. Don't forget to give us a rating on iTunes. We always appreciate that. want to give a shout out to everyone who contributed to this show this week with your feedback about Hearthstone and what it needs, where we can go from here. And by the way, I asked the question a little bit differently on our Hearthcast account. I asked it what was keeping people from playing Hearthstone. And the answer was, we're all the same, which was really interesting, which was, I have too many other Blizzard games to play and I don't know how to budget my time. Oh. So maybe we'll talk about that in a future yeah. episode. So yeah. it's rather interesting. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthcastFreck and at HearthcastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. Visit our website, HearthCast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and FreckleFace. I love the twins.